Welcome to the Mouska Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Jennifer, that's me, Juliana, hey, and Lori. Hi. These Malcolm Moms were just in Walt Disney World, and we focused on things we have never done before, from restaurants to lounges to drinks to experiences. So come along with us for this two-part episode where we cover all the new things we tried at Walt Disney World. But first, the Mouska cocktail. So we went to Abracadabra, which is not new or first for us, but we did try some things that we've never tried before. So Jen and I had two different drinks. I actually did something totally different for me and got something not bourbon-based or whiskey-based, which is kind of shocking for Abracadabra because it's such an old-timey, like, those are their drinks. But I got something called Pepper's Ghost, and it was essentially just pineapple vodka, habanero lime. I don't even know what else was in it. Anything? No. It was yummy. What else was, it was in really it? good? I, I think that was it. It was That's very it. simple. That's, those are the ingredients listed. It was so good. It reminded me, like, I don't know. Do you have um there's a chain steakhouse that just like that just I think it's, it's fire, it's called Firebirds. And they have on the bar like just these big giant vats of vodka that have pineapple soaking in them. And you order their like five diamond martini, and it's literally just that vodka that's been soaking with pineapple. And it's so delicious. This sort of reminded me of that, but it has like a little kick to it. It did have a kick to it. It was really good. And can I just bring something up? That was my first time at Abracadabra. Oh, snap. It was. Really? Yeah. You guys, I've I've missed it because you guys have gone. And for some reason or another, I've always missed it when you guys have gone. So this time Lori missed it. Yeah. But but I got to experience it. So we have yet to do an all three Mouska Moms visit to Abracadabra. But now all three of us have been. And that was a good drink. I think Julianne and I have been there twice without you. I think so. I think you were there when you stayed at the boardwalk for the 50th. And yeah. then I, you were there when we were all together, but I went out to dinner with my kid and you guys yeah. went out to dinner without me. Oh, that was our date night where we that shared a, ma- a milkshake night. at Flying Fish. Yes. That was a fun night. That's it a, was a fun we, night. We date nicely. We did. Yeah. We did date nicely. It was good. All right. So we are going to get into all the things that the new things that we tried at Walt Disney World. Um, We were there for a week. Uh, We, of course, are going to start with the food and drinks because we start with food and drinks. Because we've done mostly everything else. This was really hard, guys. Let's not gloss over the fact that this was a hard thing for us to do is to find new things that we've never done before. Well, certainly new things that all three of us haven't done before. Yeah. Right. Like there there are a few that, you know, one or two of us have done and the other ones haven't. So we did hit a few um, that we, uh, that some of us have not done. So the first one, we're going to go through restaurants first. So the first one we did right when we got there, um, which was, we went to Narcoozies. 
It is located at the Grand Floridian. Um, I love this restaurant. I have been to this restaurant, but I was there in 2021 and they just went through a huge renovation. Um, they were closed for an entire year. They opened up in the spring and then they closed down again um, for a little bit. I don't know if it was menu or what they were finishing, but it, then it opened back up what, like two, three weeks before we got there. Um, so we went there for dinner and I, 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 the inside is gorgeous now. I absolutely, you guys didn't see the inside before, but it was so dark and gloomy. The was venue it like Alien Compass used to be? Yes. It okay. is. Like, it was like very dark, dark wood. Or like Yachtsman? Yeah. It's like Yachtsman, actually. It's very identical to Yachtsman. It was very identical to Yachtsman. And now they went in. The structure's still the same because, of course, it's that like, what do you call it's it? It's like a lighthouse. Yeah. it's. It, I mean, it's kind of like a lighthouse type deal sitting out on the kind of the water facing Magic Kingdom on the Seven Seas. But they redid the whole inside to be very light and airy and, you know, seascapes with the blue. The bar is beautiful. They changed all the um, the uh, furniture out. And then they also redid the majority of their menu, um, but kept some of the staples, which we'll talk about. But we got to start with drinks first. I was boring. I did not try something new, but they had my Pinot Gris on the menu, which is very hard for me to find in Disney World. So I did that. But... Jen, Jen made her own drink. I did. Whatever. I'm being creative. Didn't we just do an episode about that before too? Like, I think it was genius that you created your own drink, right? Masculine mixology. Exactly. It it calls back to our mixology episode. So if you didn't hear that, go listen to it. But I, you know, they were super obliging. Jen got the pink London spritzer and she asked them, which is one of their spirit-free beverages and she asked them to add some vodka and it was good it was real good i liked it it was very refreshing yeah um juliana ordered a juliana drink i did i got a tawny manhattan um which was good but um it was like a manhattan but i think i feel like it had like walnut bitters and stuff i don't remember the details it was good but it was a little sweet for me so not it's because it had brown sugar yeah you didn't like the brown sugar it was very sweet yeah. Um, so yeah, her drink had a bourbon, it had tawny port, brown sugar, a, and a cocktail orange bitters. Um, no, but so I think no it was, walnut bitters at all. But no, I think yeah. it was. I think nice it try. was the brown sugar. It would have been great without the brown sugar because I do like a tawny port, and tawny port is very sweet in and of itself. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to remix this at home and see if I can make it better. There we go. Science, they say. Science. Yes, science. It's Mouse mixology. It is. We should make a (laughs) t-shirt. We should. Um, All right. So we had our drinks for food, for appetizers. We did a brisket and ricotta tortellini. Um, That was amazing. Um, I think this is the one he recommended. Um, This was the tortellini that he recommended that was very popular on the menu. And it was parsnip, brown butter, and then raisins, um, and ricotta and brisket tortellini. It was delicious. It was my favorite thing. Yeah, it was delicious. Um, We also ordered, see, this was my favorite thing. We did an ocean-inspired charcuterie board. I thought this was so creative and so different. It was ahi tuna pastrami, charred octopus, and then a lobster sausage. 
I thought it was so inventive and it was so good. It was inventive and fun. The tuna pastrami was interesting. I was not crazy about the lobster sausage. The octopus was good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was inventive and fun. It was. See, I love the lobster sausage. I love lobster. I thought this was just a different way of, I, I just, I get more intrigued with the different ways of doing it Yeah, and it the different cool. ways of serving it. And I thought this was awesome. Yeah. I think my problem is I don't actually like lobster. So that was that probably, probably, that's probably an that issue. Was, <laughs> I thought it was very good. I thought it was not a charcuterie, charcuterie, nacho mama charcuterie board. There we go. Yeah. This was delicious. All right. I so, so, so entrees, um, Jen, I lost. Yeah. Jen lost. Jen lost. I wasn't hard. very hungry and I love eating small bites. Um, and we had all these appetizers. So I just ordered a salad and a soup because their lobster bisque is supposed to be like, that's one of the things that stayed from their staple menu. Yeah, and I had it in 2021 and I, it was one of my favorite lobster bisques ever. I don't, it was it incredibly was, underwhelming. It yeah. was flavorless. Again, and I don't like lobster, so don't listen to me, but. I, but I see, I love lobster bisque. It's oh, one right. of my most favorite things that Mark will make for me. But this, first of all, it was lukewarm, which yeah. I need hot soup. I think um, this, I really do think that it might have changed a bit if it was, it wasn't even lukewarm was being nice. Yeah. It was, and it was, it was very cold. thin. Yeah. Which I know it's a bisque and not a chowder, but it was very, it was like consomme almost. It wasn't very good. It and was not my a salad. Bisque. A bisque should be a thick cream soup. It was yes. not. It was, it was very watery. It missed. It missed. It missed. And then I got a salad that was romaine and hearts of palm because I just wanted something simple. And I basically paid $22 for some romaine lettuce, lettuce yeah. <laughs> on a plate. I didn't I even think say, it was dressed. I, I think the bigger miss was your salad versus yes. the bisque. That yeah. salad was, I mean, it looked like it's, it, it's a bowl that you would serve a rabbit and be like, enjoy. I cut yeah, it for it you. Yeah. It wasn't. I failed. And salad doesn't have to be that way. No. I did think they did a good job with the roasted vegetable paella. I wasn't that hungry either. There was so much on the menu that I wanted to try, but I wanted something that I thought would be a little bit lighter. And this was delicious for what it was. The vegetables were cooked lovely and, and the rice was nice. There was like a crunch on the bottom of it. I liked it. Um, but it, you know, it's not like I'd be like, you have to go there and get the paella. It was, it was completely different though. Cause it's not the normal vegetables that you would see in a paella. You had like green beans in there and the right. rice was not even rice. It was like different rice. Like it was almost, I think it was almost beans. If I remember correctly. <laughs> it, I think it was the mixture of. Hang on. I have it. It was, um, where did it? market was vegetables, there? preserved artichokes, cannoli beans, and charred lemon. Like it oh, was yeah. just, it was different. It was tasty for a vegetarian dish. Like it was really, really tasty. I enjoyed it. I really did. But it, again, it's not like I'd be like, oh no. my God, you have to go get this there. For me, Narcusis fell short in the entrees, except for yours, which we can get to in a second. The The appetizers were good. And I, I like that it feels really small compared to some of the signature restaurants at Disney. Yeah. Um, and that view was spectacular. And the view yes. is lovely. Um. And those were my favorite two things about it. Yeah. My entree did win. It It's still winning in my head right now. Uh, it was delicious. It was it one was, of my most. It was seared so scallops and Parisian gnocchi. But the, the description is what I'm going to pull it. Hang on. 
It was English peas, ham, and truffled Meyer lemon cream. And that right there was, I can't, like, it was the truffle and the lemon cream. It, the gnocchi was cooked amazingly. The scallops were cooked amazingly. The sauce, I, I literally am going to be dreaming about this for a very It was delicious. Time. Yeah. I feel like if I enjoyed mine more, even if I didn't love it, if I enjoyed it more, then this would be a place where I'd be like, oh my God, I have to take you to this place. But because mine was so ooky and I just kind of, I, I didn't hate the appetizers by any means. I liked them, but they weren't like, wow. See, I'll be, going, I'll be going back. I will be going back. Because well, you have exactly. to get your entree again. Exactly. I will be going back for the ocean inspired charcuterie board and my scallops and I have my dinner planned. Like that's, that's what I'm having. Yeah. yeah I'm happy for you. Honestly. Happy for you. Good for you. Good for you. Bless your heart. Grand Floridian has some of the best dining options on property. And so I would rather eat at Citrico's. I would well, rather mosh. See, at... I like this better than Citrico's. I was okay mm. with Citrico's, but to me, the menu at Citrico's is very boring. Like they do nice. a great job with it. It's fish. It's good. It's great. But there's nothing like different about it. That's true. There's nothing and exceptional. Yeah. I think it's all in your, like what you're ordering too, because I just had Citricose like a couple weeks before we all went to Narcoosie's and it was phenomenal. So again, like I'm with Juliana, if I'm going to go to eat somewhere, if 1900 Park is not open and I'm going to eat somewhere at Grand Floridian, I'm going to pick Citricose over Narcoosie's because just solely based on my meal that I had this last time. Yeah, I would and do Narcoosie's too, just because of the view. And that's, we kind of touched gorgeous. on it. The view is just gorgeous. It is yeah. absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Like there is no restaurant at Disney, in my opinion, that hits all the notes, that hits the good food, good experience, good ambiance, and good view. This I feel like close. you got to give something up. I would say this one's close. I like this one over California Grill. For um, sure. California For Grill sure. has the view. I think their food has gone downhill since Ugh. when I went to it way before. And it's um, massive. It's and massive. it's massive. It's very I think loud. that was. I think that was the special thing about Narcusi's view is that it was very cozy. Yeah. So yeah, wherever you, like you sat in the restaurant, your view was spectacular. Whereas um, in California Grill... It, not necessarily because it's, and it's so massive. loud in there. Like yes. if I'm spending that much money on food, I don't want to hear cafeteria clanking dishes, you know, yeah. like it's so loud. Anyway, um, but we all know that I'm not a fan of California grill. No, ever. but I'm saying like, if you're looking for a restaurant with that view, with that wow factor, those, those are really the two that have that type of view. I and agree. I would definitely pick Narcuzzi's over California grill at this point. I would um, too. Oh, and sure. you have a bunch of people that go up on that balcony for California Grill, where I felt in Narcoosie's, even though we had people that stood in front of the windows, it wasn't a massive amount of people. It was essentially the restaurant. I, um, yeah, I don't think I don't think that fact is advertised as much as the California Grill yeah. one is for yeah. for view. And yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So another restaurant we tried was the new. Uh, somebody pronounced the new sushi restaurant. That's Shikisai? Shikisai? Um, so we went to Shikisai Sushi, which is the new one in Japan at Epcot. Um, we did find out, fun fact, that Shikisai means four seasons four on seasons. their menu. It has all four seasons on the menu, and that is what it means. So it's that was so, fun. 
Speaking of fantastic views, this restaurant yeah. is beautiful. This so one knocked really it out of the park for me. It yes. did. It shares its space with the old, um, um, what's it called? The 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 Teppanyaki restaurant, Teppanito, right? Teppanito. So yeah. Teppanito used to come all the way to the front. Now Teppanito's divided. It's in the back, as it should be. Teppanyaki tables, whatever. I'm not a fan of those either. I'm such a negative Nelly today. You are. But then they took the front where where there's three walls of windows that overlook from Japan into the World Showcase. And it's just perfect. If we weren't so tired, we would have sat there all night, watched the show and whatnot. But yeah. Japan's um, a very popular fireworks viewing point anyway in Epcot. And this one, this was fantastic because you got seating and air conditioning and you could see everything. You could see the entire lake. You could see the, the arch, ooh, the arch from, you know, Japan. You could see Spaceship right. Earth. It and like, unlike the, the other restaurants with views, Spice Road Table and uh, San Angel, you are elevated in yes. this one. You're on like the second story. So the view, in my opinion, was better than anything. It was the view. And again, it was like we talked about in our cozies. It was, it was more intimate. The room was not very large, um, which now I understand why this restaurant is harder to get um, because there's not very many seats in there. There are not all. many tables, but I think that it is very expensive. And yeah, so very. that might, and, and because people like to eat around the world in Epcot, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But this one is not one to sleep on. If you want a different experience, this we had, I think this, I think this was my favorite meal the whole week. It was yeah. excellent. I mean, so the drinks we first started with there, um, I did the, the popular violet colored sake drink, um, uh, violet sake, but Juliana, you had a cool one. I Even did. And I'm surprised. It did have yuzu in it, so I'm surprised to hear you say it was cool. I didn't try it. I just, it looked cool and you enjoyed it. Um, it was called a Toki Highball. So it was essentially just Japanese whiskey, soda water, and like a splash of yuzu. And it was just enough. Like the yuzu gave it just a little tartness and sweetness. Um, I really enjoyed it. At first, I wasn't sure. And then it grew on me. And I think that was just because Japanese whiskey has such a different flavor than I'm used to. But I, I liked it a lot. They had was, a really a really interesting cocktail menu there, like yeah. nothing ordinary. In fact, I think the cocktail menu at Shikisai is more innovative than the regular menu. The regular menu is full of wonderful things, but I don't think any of them were like, you know, super unique to this sushi restaurant versus others. Um, but they, whatever, what they did, they did super well, but the drinks were really interesting. Yeah, yes. the drinks were delicious. Jen, you did a really, I thought Jen's was, I, I don't, see, I think, I love the unique stuff. And Jen's was unique because you did a. It was called a, a shochu squeeze. Yes. And it's like sake, but it's made with wheat instead of rice. And um, it had that, it had soda, and then you could pick between um, lemon, lime, and grapefruit. So I picked grapefruit. They brought me a half a grapefruit with like a grapefruit juicer 
and the drink. And then I had to juice the grapefruit and pour the juice in the drink. It was delicious. It was. I know, it was, but you had to work for it. I did have to work for you it. Did. I would have preferred if they brought it to the table and then made a presentation of them juicing it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very, very good. I like sake. So I think maybe you have to like sake to like this drink, but I thought it was delicious. Um, and then the food came. Oh yeah. my gosh. So we got the, what it was it called? Hashi? Was that what we got? The boat thing? We got, yeah. Hashi is the boat. It's, or no, it's the it's bridge. bridge. So they have a bridge and a boat. The bridge is a hundred dollars for two to four people. This is massive. Like it was huge. Three, we couldn't finish it. We couldn't no. finish it. So it was, it was fairly basic. So like all your favorites, there was a lot of salmon, which everybody liked. There was a lot of tuna, a lot of yellowtail. People like all that stuff. And then they threw in a couple of things that people can be questionable about shrimp and, and scallops. Was there anything? Oh, and there, there was, was a huge eel? piece of eel. Oh, like yeah, there was a giant eel. piece of eel. Like yeah. a giant, like, whole eel. eel. Yes. But the pieces, I find oftentimes in sushi restaurants, especially really pricey ones, which is funny, that their sushi pieces are super, like, the fish is cut super thin and they have a ton of rice because mm -hmm. that's the cheaper way to do it. But this, mm -hmm. it was a, it was very generous portions. It was mm -hmm. very fresh. It, it was, was very good. Yeah, we definitely, we wanted to try the sushi, but, the, but because this is a new restaurant and because, you know, we are, we research for you, you're welcome. We wanted to try, we wanted to have a pretty good sample of the menu, which I'm really glad about. Yeah. So we, we did, we ordered, we ordered some appetizers. We ordered a bunch of different things so that we could give this a good chance. And now I need to Never go to Epcot again without eating here. Eating there, I know. So one of the things that we ordered that is a little atypical for sushi, they called it what? It had a Japanese name for, I think it was like messy sushi or something like that. But it was, it was chunks of tuna and then they put all sorts of goodness on top of it. It was so yeah, delicious. Yeah, we couldn't, I just looked in the menu. I can't find it because the menu they have there is pictures and everything else. And it's not listed in the appetizers, but it was, it was like a spicy it was a tuna. Sushi. Yeah, yeah, it was it was with I or it was off the soup. Yeah, the menu is divided interestingly. Um it was it was so good though. And and so, you know, like I said, the hashi that we got was pretty basic stuff, plus that uh, enormous eel. And then this had like some finesse to it. This had some added flavors that we just I found it. It was it. overflowing sushi. That's it. It was um tuna and salmon roe with green onion. It was so good. It was so delicious. Um, I don't know. It doesn't even sound that good, but it was so good. It was and delicious. then I'm so glad that we did this. I always, when I go to these Japanese restaurants, struggle between wanting all the sushi and trying a hot dish. And I almost never get a hot dish because I just love sushi so much. But I'm so glad that we did because it was so good. Well, you know why we did? Because the table next to us got Thank it. You. And I'm like, that looks cool. We need to try it. Because they prepare it at the table. Kind of yeah, like yes. my grapefruit drink. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It was the cool part. Except was, they do it. Yeah, yeah, it was. We didn't realize what they were doing until afterwards. But it was grilled strips of beef in a hot stone bowl. She was cooking the beef. In the and stone. she was mixing it with the rice and the sweet garlic sauce and the spinach. But she was cooking the meat in that stone um, the bowl was at the same meat. time. And that, it was so good. It was, I think, 
but I think it might have been my favorite thing of the night. It's called the Ishiyaki Sukiyaki rice. And and oh my gosh, it yeah, oh my oh, it was so good. It was it so was good. 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 And the spinach and the beef mm, were just cooked. Mm. This and might the be hot, my I think because well, I think because the hot stone is so hot, and mm -hmm. when you put the rice in there, yeah. it really it crisps it up the rice up. on the mm. bottom. It was really, really good. It was and then so we got good. a couple appetizers too. We didn't got we? tempura vegetables, um, oh, yeah. which were great. Um, they were good. Um, they were very good tempura. Um, they were. And then we did get pickled crispy Japanese vegetables. Oh, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. I wasn't a fan of majority of the things. One of them, they were just a little, it was a little stretch. I felt it was kind of bad not enjoying them because I think that is a very true Japanese flavor that my palate's just not used to. And I would yeah. love to be sophisticated enough to have enjoyed it. But it was a very strong, salty, pungent flavor. Yeah. Well, I was very sophisticated because I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, there you go. Yes. And yeah, that I'm telling you though, like, so basically for the big sushi ones, like the pictures they kept showing when this opened was the boat or the bridge. Um, and I, the boat itself is $300 for four to six. I, I, there's no way, unless you I don't know how you like finish eight that. or nine, I would not, the, the bridge I think was prettier. I've seen so many boats. The bridge was gorgeous. It was gorgeous and also could be plenty for six it people. It was ordering plenty. Yeah. If you're ordering other things, like maybe, you know, but they do this, right? This restaurant's brand new. They they give huge portions and they'll probably scale back. That's what they said at Roundup Rodeo as well. When we said, oh my God, that was so much food. They're like, yeah, we'll scale back. It was good though. I I mean, that one, I think that was my favorite meal of the week. I'm, I'm dreaming about it now. I want to go back just for that. When we go back to re-experience Jollywood, we'll have to make a stop and uh, go there. <laughs> I'm thinking, y'all, we, we really want to, but. I think we can go there sooner than Jollywood. <laughs> no, I mean this year. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I see. And now a word from our sponsors. Trader Nick's Tea Company is an online tea shop established at the end of 2019 with husband and wife team Nick and Nicolette Spears. After a decade of experience in the tea trade, they wanted to get more on the creative side and tell stories through tea. Taking inspiration from theme parks, movies, attractions, and more, they have artfully created unique tea blends to bring the magic home. Together, they have created all of the names, descriptions, art, and designs themselves. This is a time-consuming labor of love that all starts with a spark of imagination and a flare of creativity. Each flavor and brush stroke of color contributes to the full development of the theme of the tea. The appearance, taste, and color of the tea are all important details behind their brand. Some of our favorites are Mouska Tea, Circle of Life, Monorail Morning, R2-T2, Pumpkin King, Frozen Fractals, It's a Tea World After All, and Main Street Muffin. Visit mm. them at TraderNicksTea.com and you can use the promo code MouseGamom10 to save 10% on your order this month. All right, so we are going to go super long if we don't move on through, but you guys know how we love to talk about food and wine. We went to we Halio, and yes, we've been to Halio before, but never all together. 
Yes. So we're going to throw it in there. Um, I had never had the table side sangria. It's good stuff. It is it's good delicious. stuff. It is goes delicious. down a little on the easy side. Lori was concerned we wouldn't be able to finish it. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> last time it was just Jen and Lori that finished yes. it. I but then we figured out halfway through that I think Jen and Lori got two. Oh I think my we God, finished. I think we finished the first and ordered a second. And that's when we that. got in trouble because we couldn't finish the second half the second. Oh my goodness. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think that's where we got, we got into a bit of trouble. Um, yeah. But the table side sangria, I can't, there, Juliana, you're not a massive fan of sangria. And no, this, I'm picking about it. Yeah. For sure. This is, this is delicious. Good. What was it about it? That was so good. I remember commenting specifically. The waiter. The waiter. <laughs> He Waiter. was adorable. He was so cute. He was so cute. He was funny. He was a smart Alec. Yes. Yeah. No. So what else did we get? We got pan con tomate, which is just bread and tomatoes. This is a super typical Spanish thing. They eat it for breakfast and it's delicious. And it's the simplest thing on the in the world. We it got so the good. meat and cheese. Oh, but my favorite was this grouper. It's all small plates, right? So yeah. this is where you order to your heart's content and just share. And hopefully you have friends like I do who like to eat all different things and a lot of it. But this was a last minute. Yeah, the grouper was edition. a last minute Juliana had. Juliana, the guy was the adorable waiter was leaving. And she's like, you know what? Throw in the grouper. And I kind of looked at it and I'm like, ooh. This is I know, I know. I figured I was, I, I looked at it and I was like, I kind of want that. And I know one else, no, no one else is going to want it. So you guys talked about everything you want. And you, I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to order it. And she <laughs> and did. It. And it was yes. delicious. So explain what it was. So it is um, red grouper, which I'm a huge fan of grouper, um, having lived in Florida for a little while. It's one of my favorite fishes, but grouper is like really a hearty hearty flaky fish so it works with a butternut squash puree and fennel and pumpkin seeds these are some of my absolute favorite favorite flavors i love yeah, with pasta with pasta or something not with fish but it worked oh i, I love it with fish i think it's i it's the butternut squash puree it was the fennel it was the pumpkin seeds oh. it was everything with it that was just so i mean the grouper i like grouper too but the grouper was cooked very nicely, but grouper's grouper. But I think it was- It's easy to cook grouper nicely because it's fatty, but- Yeah, I think the additions with this is what, that's what made it. It was so good. It was delicious. Loved it was it. delicious. And this uh, is the second restaurant where we ordered um, octopus. Yes, and we And this it. one was much better. It was just traditional, really easy grilled octopus with your potatoes. It was the potatoes. potatoes. We all really liked the potatoes. The potatoes were whipped very nice. It was, it was good. <laughs> it was very good octopus. Yeah. So it's, this was nobody's first time at Hollyo. I think our first time all three together, like I said. Yes, this and was only my second time and the first yeah. time was with Lori. So yeah. I ate here pre-marathon last time. So I did not have, and I was by my, I was with other people and I did not, um, I did not have anything to drink. So I didn't have any sangria, but I got all different things to eat too. And I will say I've never had anything I didn't like here. No, no. The last thing we got was a chorizo um, with olive oil and mashed potatoes. It was just, it was a good chorizo. It was a big blank of, Teresa. And this is oh. another place that you go to for the ambiance. We sat outside and mm. we sat outside last time too. And it's so calm and peaceful and pretty because it's mm -hmm. right on the water in Disney mm -hmm. Springs. 
I, yeah, I love everything I will about say, this place. I think a lot of people inside is very noisy. I've never yes. eaten inside. And I don't think people realize that you can ask for outside and that it actually looks onto that water that then looks onto Saratoga. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I think you have to know to do that. So yeah. you're welcome from the Mouska Moms because this restaurant also is massive it's inside. Massive. It is giant, like the, giant. Yeah. Like when we get to the next restaurant we're talking about, we can talk about how that's giant, but doesn't feel giant. Holio feels huge. It does. It really But does. that outdoor area is kind of tucked away. They, I think they may... I think they only have like six tables out there. There's not very many tables, but people just don't know about it. There's stuff fun inside. Like if you're with a family, a big table, they have huge tables in there. They actually have tables that are foosball tables. So they have foosball tables mm-hmm. with glass like on Joey. Joey yeah, and Chandler. Lively and it's fun like Joey's and Chandler. Sure. It's it's a lively and fun environment. Well, they have isn't the it, it, there's an open kitchen in that one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's nice. Right. I mean, my kids would like that because they yeah. would like to watch them cook. Yeah. But, but no, if you're there with adults, just ask for the outside table. Every time nice. I've asked for it, it's never been a problem. No, no, because yeah, she was going to seat us inside and I asked. And yeah, it's not outside is much better. Yeah, it's much, much better. All right. So the last restaurant. Can I say one more thing about Hollyo? They're real quick. No. I'm sorry. No, I will. So. The thing I love about Halio, though, is that it's good for like Spanish classics that because since this is an episode about things that we never tried before, it's good for Spanish classics. I'm going to just throw out to things you may have tried before, like like, you know, particularly the um, what's it called? The potatoes and eggs. They call it a tortilla, Spanish tortilla. It's so mm-hmm. good. Just get the, the the pan con tomate, all these things that are Spanish staples that you might love. Get them. But then they also the sangria. But then they also do these special things really special because we you know how we were talking about we like that sort of combo on a menu. Yeah. All right. Next. Sorry. All right. So last restaurant we tried, which is Wine Bar George. We I've been there. Juliana's been there. Jen, have you been there? I've never been there. But I have not been there for brunch. Um, Love it. And we went there for brunch, which was a genius idea. Um, And it's this is, again, like you said, a restaurant. It's a very large restaurant. It is two stories. But I think the reason it doesn't feel as big is because they have these all these rooms broken up. It's a very it has little tiny rooms. I think there's five little rooms everywhere. and the second level is actually quite big compared to the first. Mm-hmm. And you can, I think there's even a third level. Really? I think so. Cause didn't you and I sit at an upstairs bar? Was that, that was on the, the bar. second Yeah, level? that was on the second floor. There's also outdoor seating here on yes. the second level, which is yeah. great. And you can like watch at all the people in line for Gideon's. And it's, I really, we did that for, on Easter Sunday with my family for brunch. Um, this might be, Gosh, I feel like I say that a lot. This might be, it's definitely my favorite restaurant in Disney Springs. Oh, see, I don't know if it's my favorite. It was a good brunch. If we're talking brunch, I'm still Chef Art. And I still yeah. feel like I need to experience Steakhouse oh, 71 brunch. Oh, yes. I'm just mean overall, though, not yeah. specifically brunch. I, I just love oh, this overall. restaurant. And one of the things I love about it is that George is almost always there. This was the first time, speaking of first, that I've dined at Wine Bar George. And I think I've eaten there four times. This is the first time I haven't seen George there when I was eating there. Really? Really. Anywho, should we talk about what we brunch. had? Yeah. So let's yeah. talk what we had. So, of course, we it was brunch. So we had to do cocktails. Um, I did a froscato, which is a Dole Whip, um, Moscato, vodka, and pineapple. 
Um, it's essentially a dole with, with Moscato and vodka. It was delicious. Um, it's definitely filling. You, I, I wouldn't have more than one. Um, but it was absolutely delicious. Um, I would highly recommend that one. Um, and then Juliana had a few of the wake up calls. Thanks for ratting me out, Lori. It was our last day, everybody. <laughs> Wasn't it? We had a whole day. It was brunch. It was fine. Actually, to be fair, I think we all ended up having a wake up call after that. So because they're amazing. Yeah. They're so good. And we were so tired. So this is Pisco infused with espresso and then some espresso liqueur and then two little espresso beans on top. And that is all. And they serve it in like a little martini glass or champagne coupe. And you need three because it's only like two ounces, <laughs> like a shot of espresso. Look at her justifying it. She is justifying <laughs> it. It's so good though. You guys liked it so much. You got one too. I we do, all, which is unusual because I usually say no to the espresso martinis, but this was different. This was it good. It doesn't have that that head that vodka burn. This was delicious. Yeah, it's, it's almost just, like a chocolate cordial. Yeah, it, I mean it's espresso. Yeah, it's espresso. It's literally that's all you're tasting is the espresso with a hint of liquor behind it. Um, but yeah, it was it was very good. Uh, just so you are aware, you can ask them for a to go one. Um, they will give one in a to go cup. We did learn that research. Yeah. In research Disney, in Disney Springs, you can get in any restaurant. You can get the drinks to go. go. Yeah. Yes, but we did we did learn that one. Jen also got an Aperol spritz. Um, you had a couple Aperol spritz this trip. Any of them better than others? Um, it all it depends on the bartender. Because my first one, I think I got two there. My first one was good. My second one had too much Aperol in it. Yeah. And then I, I had them in old Key West and they were different too. So, but it's a good refreshing brunchy drink, I think. Um, and then I had the wake up call too, because, you know, espresso. Yeah. All right. So the food is what I was kind of most excited for here. Um, just because it's a la carte uh, for brunch. But I got the pastrami smoked salmon, which was a bagel, mascarpone, pickled onion, and fried capers. There was this was the biggest bagel I've ever seen in my life. It was delicious, but it was so filling because of how big that bagel was. Mm. And that my only complaint was that I really I can't believe I'm saying because usually I'm like, hey, don't cheap on your bagels. But it was too big. It was too well, you big. Gotta you got to nail the, the bagel to salmon recipe. And it was the mascarpone. The mustard mascarpone was delicious instead of a cream cheese. Like, awesome. But because of how big that bagel was, there wasn't enough. Oh. Mm, interesting. I don't think okay. I tasted it. My dish was delicious. Mine was like an, uh, a fancy avocado toast. It was avocado, bacon, on ciabatta with burrata on it. It was delicious. I, I licked my plate. Clean. Yours looked beautiful too. It was really, really good. Throw a fried egg on there. That would be so good. Yeah, they do. Some That's I egg. do have a problem with avocado toast when they don't put the egg on there. I'm like, just I need egg on my. I need my egg on. I need egg on the avocado. See, I didn't miss anything because the creamy burrata. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah. it was good. I got a fried chicken biscuit. Shocker there. I love pimento cheese. It had bacon relish, a sunny side up egg. It came with grits. The grits were like 
amazing, all I wanted. <laughs> I think all you ate, you had a little bit of the chicken and then you grits. all the grits. Yeah, all the grits. The grits were so good. It, um, yeah, I, again, this was, it was just yummy. I, this is something I, it was my first time getting this at Wine Bar George because it's something I can eat all the time. And I have to say the biscuit was the real deal. Good. Do they, they don't do brunch every day, right? It's only weekends. No. That's the only thing because I, you know, I love ale and compass for breakfast, but I think I liked this one better, but they only do it on the weekends, which is, Mm -hmm. it hurts. I thought this was awesome. Um, I love Chef Art's brunch. Um, There's nothing better than Chef Art's. Oh my God. There's nothing better than his brunch. Is it a la carte? Yeah. It's a la carte just like this. We'll have to do that next time then. Another I, I kind of like this. I think that we should try to do at least a day of firsts every time we go down. All right. Agreed. Well, of course, we used an entire episode just to talk about the new foods, but don't worry. We did have other firsts this trip. So stay tuned for ne- next week's episode where we continue with the Mouska Moms Try New Things. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see you real soon? Why? Because we like you. And-